You are listening to the Legal Community Podcast, hosted by Guy Remond and Dave Zampano, powered by Guider. Guider provides self-service online legal documents supported by your local attorney. Fast, affordable, and in your own time. For more information and resources, please visit guider.legal and enjoy the show. Welcome to the Legal Community Podcast. I'm Lisa Rozier, and today we're joined with Guy Riemann and Dave Zampano. And today, no guests, but we're going to have a very innovative conversation. Right, gentlemen? Yeah, Lisa, we attended, oh, I don't know, probably four weeks ago now. Just my favorite conference ever, every year without fail, which is Abundance 360 run by Peter Diamandis. Probably is it number nine, Dave, of, of the 25 that he's committed to for 20 yeah. committed to yep. for 25 years. And, you know, every year he pulls together big names in various really out there, innovative, cutting edge companies as well as names that you've never heard of who are doing amazing things in their particular fields of expertise. So, you know, it was just incredibly inspiring three days that everything they do is is positive, you know. And, and um, cutting edge. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it's stuff that's going to probably come to the market in five to ten years' time. It's that, that new, isn't it, Dave? Well, to give you an example, the first one I went to, Guy, was 2014. And while we were there, Peter introduced us to this gentleman, I forget his name, who was on the front end of this wild new thing called Bitcoin. We had a special offer at that conference. And I remember I called my wife and said, hey, I think I'm going to invest in this Bitcoin thing. The conference went by and, and I forgot to do it before I left, you know, because all the energy there and then you get back. And boy, if I had invested that $5,000 in 14, last year when it hit its peak, it would have been in the millions of dollars. And, yeah. uh, but that shows how far advanced they are. They're talking about Bitcoin in 2014. Didn't they give everyone, all the attendees of Bitcoin uh, that yeah. year? Yeah. It would be worth, um, well, at, at the point we were there, it was worth about $40,000, I think, something like that, $45,000. And he gave everybody who attended the conference one of those in 2014, which were probably worth peanuts at that point, quite frankly. Right, exactly, exactly. So I'm just going to jump in here because I don't think you guys have disclosed what conference was the name of the conference that you went to. Yeah, uh, didn't okay. It's Abundance, Abundance 360. 360. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, there you go. Yeah, we we did talk about it. It's just it's an interesting name. And Peter Diamantis wrote the book Abundance. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> uh, he did write the book Abundance, and then the second book was Bold, right, guy? Yeah. And I, and I think he has a third coming out. All of his books are worth a read. I, well, you've never you've never seen such positive real factual information yeah, just to cover off the books and then i'll pick up on your point on positivity the third book was the future is faster than you think and it was you know it was just an extension to his first two books which looking at the the technologies that are being developed now and how they can change the world literally and the fourth book he's written with tony robbins co-written it with tony robbins which is called life force oh yeah which is my my holiday reading book this year there you go. Yeah, that's all about health. Yeah. So the four categories they talk about is exponential organizations, abundance mindset, exponential mindset, all that. Longevity. Longevity. Yeah. Yeah. And then moonshot, right? So those are the four concepts they focus on. So the conference this year had a phenomenal. What was your favorite, Dave? What was your favorite talk? Wow. Well, 
Two stood out for me. One was the nighttime fireside chat with Eric Schmidt, the former CEO of Google. And the other one that just hit me was Kathy Wood with ARK Investment. I wasn't really aware of her since I left there. I talked to a lot of people. They all know who she is, but she was very friendly and talked to. And oh, the third one was Peter Tanzi with the work he's doing on dementia, Alzheimer's and things of that nature, because I, I had my mother had severe dementia. So it was of interest to me understanding the genes that they're identifying now in our brains in the 50s that they that develop into dementia and Alzheimer's that they can now the way he described it, they could retard the gene so it stops progressing. It's really kind of interesting. So that kind of stuff is just so cool. You've mentioned three talks of the, the, the fireside chat with Eric Schmidt. Brilliant. What I didn't know about that guy is he's actually a comedian as well. He's the funniest guy. You know, yeah. you listen to the stories that he, him and Peter talk about when they were, you know, he, he tells a story when he went up in, in Peter's, the aircraft that flies into the edge of space and then drops vertically and creates zero gravity for, for two minutes. And he talks about, you know, the story of, of, of him. He's been up there a few times, Eric Smith, and he's taken some of his clients up there. So, and which is all great, but if anyone is ever, big grossest, and I apologize in advance, but if anyone's ever sick in that environment, obviously this stuff floating around all yeah. over his customers <laughs> and they actually have someone in a plane whose job it is because it's almost inevitable somebody won't be well because of the you know it's just the, your body struggles to cope with it or some people's bodies struggle to cope with it their job is to go around and, and, and capture all this stuff and put it into a bag but he's funny and he tells that story and it, it was just it was it was just amazing chairman of alphabet x as well after his role as ceo of, of google there was a the guy that runs alphabet x the ceo uh, a guy whose name sticks in my head it's just the name of the few days with that astro teller he kind of sounds futuristic doesn't he you know yeah. his name sounds futuristic <laughs> but you know they're, they're, they've got an amazing philosophy there at google where they reward failure because they want people to experiment within and into their own life kind of thing to just to try and make that breakthrough because the big breakthroughs are always the hardest breakthroughs. So they encourage people to, you know, to fail and then to regroup and decide whether it's just a bad idea and stop it or whether they should pivot and just change it slightly and then go, go again. And, you know, there's been some amazing kind of products that, that come out of that. It's a bit like Formula One when they have all the technologies on the cars. And then, you know, you, you can guarantee two or three years later, those technologies have found themselves onto the mass produced cars. Like, you know, the, the hybrid type technology all came yeah. from formula one and obviously formula one now are doing the, the electric stuff. So these major manufacturers who sponsor cars and build cars, the electric cars and the, I think it's called e-formula, isn't it? And they learn and uh, it, it betters, it betters the world really with, with that kind of thing. So his talk was just amazing. And you highlighted the other two, and they, they were exactly the same ones that I'd have picked out from all the talks we had. Rudy talking about dementia for the same reasons as you, Dave. My dad's currently got it, and, you know, it really resonated. But, you know, these people that you'd never heard of before doing just amazing things, and they've got a drug going into human testing at the end of this year that could, and we've been there before in these things, and they haven't quite worked out, but fingers crossed, really help solve the, the issue around dementia. And then the final one that you mentioned was, was Kathy Wood of ARK Investments. And just like you, Dave, I, I went, I come home and 
uh, myself and, and Gary, who you, you know, Gary Fletcher, have said that we are going to both invest in both Bitcoin and in ARK Invest, some of the funds. We're just working out which ones work yeah. best. It's slightly different in the UK for tax reasons. So we have to take some advice yeah. on it. Well, the interesting thing about Kathy is, you know, she's a contrarian, I think, out there in the investment yeah. world. She's investing in all the advanced technologies, which sounds like the Jetsons when, you know, you're a, a regular folk. But when you're at this A360 conference, it feels normal. Even Eric Schmidt, just listen to his stories. What amazed me is these people. I mean, you know, you get speakers who run investment funds of, you know, this guy's got a $10 billion fund. I forget who the speaker was. They ran a trillion dollar fund. Yeah. I'm like, holy, holy moly, that's a lot of zeros. But the thing that really stood out to me, Guy, is every single one of these people, you know, as Eric Schmidt was talking about when President Obama called him in and he had to work on, on a special counsel with, with the president to figure out some things. And I'm thinking these people are like the people moving and shaking and shaping the world. They are the most down to earth, humble people you'll ever meet. They come up and talk to you like you're the star. I was so impressed by that. All of them, Kathy, Dean, what is it? Cayman? Who, Cayman, yeah. yeah. The, the medical guy. Th this is just crazy. He was sharing how they've already built this device where if you take stem cells and you put it in this machine he's created and you put them in the front of the machine and 30 days later at the other side of the machine, a human bone with your DNA will come out. He also explained, I mean, this will just for the listeners, within three years, they'll be manufacturing human hearts with your own stem cells, meaning organs. They'll be able to manufacture the organs. Here's the biggest one that blew my brain. They're going to manufacture. They've already got it working and testing scenarios, synthetic blood that oxygenates itself. Can you imagine no more blood shortages? because they're creating synthetic blood that oxygenates itself. This is stuff that's so futuristic on the longevity conversations. One of the other things I thought guy really cool is the vendors there, right? So Life Force was a vendor, a whole myriad of other ones. And obviously you go in and you sign up for them. And it's funny because just yesterday, I had my assessment with one of the companies. What they did tell me is I'm low in a thing that causes brain fog, right? So one of my hormones was telling go, yeah, this could cause brain fog. That's why I have no, I said, yeah, isn't that funny? But what was really wild about it is they drew my blood there and they did this workup and I just had a 45 minute phone call to review everything they told me. It was incredible. And all the other dementia related, mental, mental health related vendors that were there, incredible testing your, your mental health to see if you're predisposed to dementia and things of that nature. Just really cool stuff knowing you know what it made me think, guy? You and I wake up every day. Our listeners wake up every day. We're doing our thing, right? We go into our business, whatever it is. These people, they're it's transforming the world. The world. Yeah. 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 Really, really amazing. I had such a tremendous respect for all of these speakers and participants. So just to kind of change the subject slightly, one of the things that we've been talking about for a few years at Abundance, we've been hearing about, but I think within the next 12 24 months will come to fruition of flying cars. I mean, yeah. you mentioned the Jetsons before. So, you know, there are a hundred companies we learn building some form of flying car. So essentially these things are drones. You look at a helicopter, inherently unsafe because 
it's got multiple points of failure that if any one of those things goes wrong, you're in trouble. You know, it's really hard to, to kind of deal with it. If the rotor stops turning, if your tail rotor stops turning, you know, if there's a problem with the fuel line or whatever, you're in trouble at that point. The, you know, it's, it's hard to land a helicopter safely without any power. So these drones now, most of them have got six to eight independently run motors on them. And most of them will run with four to six of the motors working. So you can have multiple points of failure, which is highly unlikely, you know, millions to one chances. And the thing will still fly in it and you probably won't even notice it. It'll just be when it lands, there'll be a warning light and you'll get it fixed. And then you'll, you know, you can, you can get on. But if you think about it, flying in the sky is inherently easier than, than driving a car on the road. So we're trying to solve this problem at the moment of transport with automation. We're trying to make cars robots. And it's tough. Even Elon Musk says it's tough. If he says it's tough, it must be really tough. Because he can solve most problems, right? <laughs> so, and, and we're getting there, and it's improving all the time. But imagine getting into a drone, and you've already told it where you're going because you've, you've ordered the drone on the app. You've gone to wherever the drone station is, which are, there's going to be several of them in these big cities now, Los Angeles and places like that. They are literally being built. We're having one built in, in the Midlands in the UK, in I think it's Birmingham or Coventry. You'll be able to jump in a, an Uber, which in the not too distant future will probably self-drive anyway. You'll be dropped off at this drone station. You'll get out. You'll jump in the next drone. It knows where you're going because you've told the app where it's going. This thing will just take off, fly and drop you at the nearest station, <laughs> and there'll be an Uber there waiting to take you to the last mile to wherever yeah. it is you're going. You, you know what threw me? We've always thought of flying cars as flying cars, but to be there at the conference and see these things, it's actually like you, you see these little drone. tiny drones kids have, yeah. and the flight, it's literally, I'm like, makes total sense. It's just a drone with seats. It's just amazing. You know what I'd love to do is just take a minute and go through the agenda from the event, name some of the people, just to give people an idea. Linear to exponential companies, they call them exponential organizations, a whole great conversation with Peter Diamantis and the Salim Ismail. Really amazing. I think they did 11 or 12 points of what creates an exponential organization. In fact, Kathy Wood said she invests only in exponential organizations. And then there was the attributes of those successful organizations by Dave Blunden, co-founder, managing partner of Link Ventures. I think he was the guy that he runs the trillion dollar fund. The, let's see, Robert Goldberg, managing partner of CTG Capital Partners and operating advisor of Palladium Equity Partners. Competing in the new world of work, Keith Ferrazzi, he's always a great guy to listen to. He's got a lot of high energy. The future of play in the tech hub overview with Sam Engelbert, co-founder and partner of Galaxy Digital and founding general partner of Galaxy Interactive. Again, really startups, people changing and transforming how we look at these things. Then there was evidence of abundance. You know, one of the things people, all you hear in the news is how the whole world's falling apart. You know, global change, this, that. If you read Peter's book, Abundance, he gives fact after fact, hundreds of pages of data and facts that really contradict and show how abundant the world's becoming. We're like in the best shape we've ever been in as a world. We all focus on we could be better. Absolutely. We could always improve. But when you look where we've come from and where we are, we really truly are abundant. So it was really kind of wild there. And then there was, they did the Impact Award, Walter Parks with the Dreamscape, Learn the Future of Education. What that's going to look like, that was an interesting section too, guy. Remember that? The future of education, what 
what education is going to look. The, the idea of these schools that kids get up and go to school every day is is really going to be a thing of the past, which I thought was wow. Some of the other things, Peggy Johnson on AR and VR and Magic Leap, Kyle Clark, the future of eVitol. He's the founder and CEO of Beta Technologies. And then the future of decentralized finance. So the Bitcoin, Bill Brightheart, B-A-R-H-Y-D-T, really was incredible talking about how the cryptocurrencies are, are really going to transform everything we do. And and it's not going away. It's unsettled knowing where it's going to land, but wherever it's going to land, it's going to be far further down the road than where we are today. AI, the impact of AI. I thought it was interesting also that a computer opened up the summit. Remember, Guy? A robot. Not, I'm sorry. Not a, no, not a, a robot. robot? Yeah. Like, a yeah. Robot. Explain. Explain. Yeah. So there was a full-fledged human robot. It looked like a human. Obviously, didn't have skin. It was a robot. And it opened up the summit for us talking to Peter like it was one of us talking to him. It was pretty wild. They had a conversation and the robot kind of understood what he said and replied. And these things aren't perfect yet, but again, they're getting so much better. You know, there's so many companies now that are trying to design robots that will take the mundane tasks that you do at home away from you. I mean, how much would that improve your life and free up some of your time? To have well, I know going around doing the dusting. <laughs> well, Instacart has has it freed up time in my life. That's digitizing right. grocery shopping, but a robot. Well, yeah, but this was a robot, and the fight part was it was even had a little sense of humor. It would it, like it made fun of Peter when it was talking to him. It was it was interesting. It was just so cool, and to see the things that robots are doing, and then. And the longevity section, Rudy Tanzi slaying Alzheimer's dementia, talking about all that. He's at Mass General Hospital, the professor of neurology and vice chair of neurology there at Harvard. Dr. Morgan Levine talked about epigenic reprogramming, the potential for age reversal, really talking about how they're really reversing the age of the human body. The, through- the, they're going to treat it as a disease, Dave. They're, yeah. they're, they're looking at aging as a disease. So they're looking at ways of treating it like you would any other disease. And there's some really exciting stuff coming along the line where they can, you know, in some cases, pause aging. And then the next stage after that is reverse aging. I just hope it comes in time for me and you. <laughs> <laughs> well, but it's a lot of want to live that long. But, but I, I got to tell you, my 96-year-old dad doing pretty good. He's got a great life. He's not, you know, he's fully functional. It's like, well, if I could be like that, I don't mind it, you know. And I know we've got to wrap up. Yes, we do. And I mean... I think the listeners will tell from the excitement that we've, I mean, we've got more stuff to talk about, right? But we can't, we're out of time. But I think the thing to take away from this is that you can hear from our excitement about the really cool things that are happening in the world. So it's not all doom and gloom. There's some horrible stuff that happens for sure. And you've got to pay attention to that. But what we don't hear enough about is the really, really promising stuff that's going to happen, that is going to change everybody's life, everybody in the world for the better. And we are every year improving. And even where we have little blips, you know, you take it in the context of where, where we were and where we are now, then it's just exponential change because of technology and innovation. So, you know, the world is a way better place than the media portrays. I think that's one of the takeaways. The other takeaway for any entrepreneurs or any business owners listening to this is that you should get involved in groups like this because you'll see the future. And when you know what's coming around the corner from a tech point of view, it gives you and your business a competitive edge. So, you know, it's, it's listening to these people 
absorbing it and then working out how it can better your business. Dave, you and I listened to a, a webinar from Peter probably 18 months ago on platforms yeah, and yeah. how platforms were the future of service and digital technology. And the different types, yeah. Yeah, the different types of platforms. And, you know, that really helped me in my thinking about what guide it could be. Here's the came away for me, Guy, from all this, and it's exactly what you said. Two things came to mind. One was, it's been said many times, many people can be credited with it, but your success in life will be determined by the six people you spend the most time with, right? So what I've always learned is I want to be the dumbest guy in the room, not the smartest. Because when you surround yourself with people like that are in that conference, you see things that become possible. And guy, I, unlike you, I'm not the tech guy. I didn't understand the inner conversations, the deep level ones that they're talking about. But what it did is it shifted my perspective. So as an entrepreneur, I come back to my business and I'm looking at my business. I'm looking at it not from the what I'm going to call the tiny world that we see through media, but through the vast world you see through the people transforming it. Like you come back and you think you've been like you've had an out of body experience. So that's number one is surround yourself with people that are abundant mindsets. The second thing I really took away was it from get out of your pockets of we have a core value at our companies called curious. Curious is we ask questions of ourselves and others within and outside our organization. So many of us are stuck in our own four walls talking to the same five people. And we create and solve all the world's problems, but we don't even know what the world's problems are because we never get out of our four walls of our offices. You know, that is a conference. It's in California. Guy, you came in from the UK. I went in from New York. When I was younger in my earlier career, every month I was on a plane somewhere for two or three or four days learning from other people. I can't express enough to people, get out of your offices. And I don't necessarily mean by Zoom. There's a lot to be said getting in a room with people and interacting and having those fireside chats at night that we had with these unbelievable, incredibly talented people. So thank you for the extra few minutes, Lisa, today. But really, a lot of takeaways, abundance, hang with people smarter. Like you said, Guy, it changes the way we as entrepreneurs think when you when you just see, even if you don't understand it, when you just see what's happening. Yeah, it's just crazy. A little thing that I just want to mention, you probably don't even remember this, Dave, but when you came back from one of those conferences years ago, they were talking about 3D printers. Right. And you brought your little thing and you sat it on your desk and you're like, 3D printers. And we were talking about it. And now literally every single time I see a 3D printer, I yeah. to myself because I remember that conversation. I mean, the other day, they had a 3D printer that was literally building a house. Right. Every time I think of that conversation. Yeah, because it sounded so crazy. Conference. Yeah. yeah. And, and so, they, they, these things are taking a step forward from that. So oh, I it was uh, in the exhibition room and I did it. It's like a, a circular thing with, I think it had 80 odd cameras in it. Yeah. Or, yeah. And then you, you kind of do some kind of crazy pose and I'm still waiting for it to arrive. Me too. I ordered one too, guy. Yes. So yeah. I've got me. And um, there's going to be printed in 3D. It's a 3D model from these 80-odd cameras in, 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 in this room. Just amazing. The quality was incredible. So I saw a, a mini pizza and I saw a, a little dog and I saw, you know, yeah. various things. Amazing, Brilliant. yeah. It's just cool seeing that stuff. It just opens up your mind, you know. Absolutely. There's so many closed minds in the world today. we got to open some up. It's really Absolutely. good. Absolutely. Well, gentlemen, thank you so much for your time. I greatly appreciate it. And I know our listeners do as well. 
And again, for our listeners out there, get in touch with additional episodes just by going to guider.legal and clicking on the Legal Community Podcast button. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Legal Community Podcast. We'd love to hear from you. Visit us at guider.legal for more information and please review and share this show. We'll see you next time.